Caution, the Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with international marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Indeed, marriage. I'm convinced the marriage sound effect is not very operating properly. in my ears, too. I think we have issues well, with we marriage. Marriage. I am, of course, your host, the one, the only, Mark Gunger. Joining me, as always, the ever-lovely Lady Diane, queen That's me. of the Galactic Whoa. Universe. Also joining us, the amazing Philip James Gunger. Engineering the show is always the very talented but eerily creepy <laughs> Timothy Robert Way. Ray, Ray, Way. Timothy Wobba Way. Timothy Wobba Way. Pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during this incomprehensibly, immeasurably boring show. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you get to email to us at askask at markgungor.com, and we will do our pathetic best. To respond hey, to. Hey, speak for yourself. Uh, we have a special guest today, lovely Elizabeth. Elizabeth Dubois. Thank Should you. be Dubois because it's much classier. She can pronounce would, her name however she wants. <laughs> no, no. It's not my show. She's Dubois. Miss Dubois. It's her stage name. It's her, straight, it's her, her stage, stage name. name. Dubois. Uh, Elizabeth handles all of our uh, booking requests. So she basically runs my life. <laughs> She tells them where to go. <laughs> where to go. I don't even know where I'm going. You have no idea how many times I go to the airport. Yep. Those ladies all know me. They say, oh, where are you going today? And I go, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> where am I going? I have no idea. Oh, look. What does my so, ticket say? So Liz, lovely Elizabeth is joining us because she actually wants to. She wants to be yeah. here, unlike the rest of us. The rest of us, none of us want to be here, to. but she wants to be here. So, you know, you always have these people that, that work for you. Most of them, they, they just need a job. <laughs> And they tolerate you, and some actually like you. Keep going. And then, then there's some who actually love you. They're absolute fans, rabid yeah. fans. Liz, Miss Dubois. Nice to have somebody like that one, in the room yeah, once in a while, once isn't in it? A while. <laughs> Diane's like that too, and she won't admit it. <gasps> Nope. She loves me. She's in love with me. She can't control it. She nope. just, just, she. I do a really good job of faking it, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's it's nice to have her here, and uh, join because she actually in, in, enjoys this and loves. Mm-hmm. She actually listens to the show, and she doesn't have to. <laughs> it's not her job, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> so anyway, I know. I, I I thought of something this morning. What of the amazing transformation that happens in in the transformation from teenage girl to woman. All right. I thought you could say like old lady. Old, no, <laughs> so, yeah, as you look and point at me. <laughs> <laughs> teenage girl to a Greek geezer. No, that's a long jump. I'm just talking about te- to, to like a mother because motherhood transforms uh, 
women. Uh-huh. Okay. By that I mean is if if you any of you who have teenage daughters know that all a teenage everything to a teenage girl is gross. Yeah. Everything's gross. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, you're gross. Yeah. Ooh, you're gross. Ooh, yeah. And the carrots and the peas are touching on their plate. Ooh, that's it's so gross. gross. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Ooh, there's a booger. Oh, it's gross. And then they become mothers. And then they're baptized into grossness. Oh. And they do stuff that would make yep. a sailor vomit, right? Yep. Because they're dealing with poop up to their eyeballs. And, and where they see a snotty kid, you know, I'm looking around for a Kleenex. A mom yeah. would just reach over with her hand and wipe it off and slap it on her leg. And I go, ooh, ooh, ooh. And because the spit up there's and the spit up and vomited, crusty it's just everything. Really, and we're the guys are like <laughs> ready to hurl, and the they can handle anything. Yeah. Nothing is gross to them at this point. Yeah. Once you become a mother, grossness yeah. is. You talk about a transformation. Yeah. All right. So, where's Well, Miss Dubois comes into the house this morning. Uh huh. And then I got this little orange weird cat that uh-huh. we're all waiting to die. <laughs> I keep encouraging move towards the light. <laughs> Move, move towards the light. It's time to, to to cross over. Okay. So anyway, you know, my cats, they just randomly hurl. Mm-hmm. Just bleh. And yeah. Hair balls just mm-hmm. bleh. So she walks in, and before I know anything, I'll turn around. She's got paper towels in her hand. <laughs> Cleaning up the floor. And she's on the floor, yeah. and she wiped it. I said, like, what are you doing? Oh, your cat just puked all over the place. And I'm thinking, well, ew, that's kind of gross. I mean, you got to really be comfortable with gross. Because well, the one thing to have to clean up your own puke and stuff, and your own animal's yeah. puke, you are really hardcore. When you walk to somebody else's house, see their animal puke, and you just go right and clean it up right away. I mean, she right into mom mode. Just, just clean everything up. And, I just, and you can tell she likes you a lot better than I do because I just said, hey, Mark, your cat puked on the floor. <laughs> hey, you want to clean up your stupid cat puke? Anyway, so there you have it. There you go. Do you like the shirt with this jacket? Uh-huh. My wife didn't like it this morning. Actually. She said it was on the bubble. You think on, it's on the, the bubble? bubble? On the bubble? There's a lot of. Uh, There's a lot going on, lot but going it, it, on there. yeah, but know, it works. Know. It, you know what? You know why I know it works because all those NFL guys on the sports cast- casters do the same thing. Are they all the do plaids that. and the plaids. Do you know why? Because men are dressing themselves and they don't know how to dress. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they have wardrobers. But I've noticed no, that that's the trend. That's the, the trend. This yes. kind of thing, right? So she's just on the bubble, yep. and I think no, I'm, I'm like. Yep. In fact, I think most women right now could walk by and say that that man must play for the NFL. No, I'm not talking about because, playing. I'm talking about the commentators. One look at my bod in this, and <laughs> people get con- you confused with the Rock a lot. I bet. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a yeah. lot. You know, Rock. I, Aren't I, I'm you not Dwayne. Dwayne? Okay, <laughs> Mr. Johnson, Mr. Johnson. I'm Mark. A lot of a lot of confusion along those lines. Yeah. All right. I don't really open with a. Uh, but you just burned away the time. <laughs> just burned away all our time. So we'll we'll save it for next. We'll time. save this four phrases that make you a hero. To your wife. I don't know. Maybe we have time. Can we squeeze well, in? I have a shorter one. If we okay, want to wait. do the really short one, save that one for next time. Okay, what's the, what's the short okay, one? Okay, here's the really short one. Three ways to instantly spice up your marriage. Okay, Much one shorter. pour spice on Number it. one, argue naked. <laughs> Dis- disagreements in your marriage you're going to happen, but there's no reason not to have fun with them. Have you ever noticed how difficult it is to be naked and angry at the same time? Seriously, make a policy that you both uh, are going to get naked every time you have a disagreement. You'll both end up smiling. You might even forget why you were arguing in the first place. The problem with that is at our age, we argue anywhere. <laughs> 
So it could be like, we could be in Walmart. Yeah. And we'll start arguing. Not a good place and to get naked. And all of a sudden, I start ripping off my clothes. <laughs> Not good. And then they call the police and stuff. Yeah. And it's very and awkward. And there's a problem. Yes. Number two, lunchtime love. We all tend to have more energy in the middle of the day than yeah, we do baby. at night. Now After we're all done. the work is done Woo! and the kids are finally asleep, why not schedule a lunch date at home and do more than just have lunch? Let's get it on. <laughs> Mark pays all the employees to go home and have That's lunch. Right. Yeah. 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 Y'all leave. See you later. It's Hour and time. a half paid lunch leave. That's right. Praise the Lord. And the third one. Make foreplay an all-day event. Yes. Don't look at foreplay as something you have to do a few minutes before the act itself. Bring the fun, flirtation, and spontaneity back to the marriage by sending flirtatious text messages throughout the day, giving each other foot rubs, seductively whispering, gently caressing, and doing anything else that your spouse enjoys. Remember that sometimes foreplay right, can be later. practical <laughs> as doing some of your spouse's chores or tasks around the house. Do the things that you know he or she will appreciate, even if it doesn't lead to sex, thoughtful is a powerful form of foreplay and it's good for every other part of your marriage too. I agree. That's great. I like number two and three. I think one's <laughs> stupid. Do you know anybody who actually argues naked? I have never heard I've, of anybody doing heard. it. I mean, I've always heard it as a joke. Yes. But I've never, I don't know. But these other two, yes. Lunchtime Love, great. And, and foreplay all yes. day long, great. Because a lot of guys are really bad at this. I mean, their version of foreplay is brace yourself, woman. Right. Here you go, Margaret. Let's go. You know, it's not exactly... That's, that doesn't really work. They're talking about five play here. Five play? Five play. All day long. It's a lot of it. Anyway, all right. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back with your emails and this lovely combination of jacket and shirt right after this. Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to ask at markgunger.com, and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. Hi, Mark Gunger here to uh, talk to you about our T1 program that we have out of our church, Celebration Church here in Green Bay, Wisconsin. T1, short for Transition One. It's a gap year program designed for uh, young people who are graduating from high school and then going on into college. One of the things that people are promoting more and more today is doing a transition year. Don't just run off right out of high school. Into college. Even secular people are doing this. I mm-hmm. think Barack, one of Barack Obama's daughters yes. did a, a gap year. Yes. So. And there's different gap year programs that you could do. The idea behind it is just slow down, especially from a Christian worldview. What we're trying to do is encourage our young people, slow down a little bit, kind of just tweak your life, make sure things are right, put God first in your life. It's the easiest time. I mean, a lot of you parents now think, oh, man, I wish I could just go do something for missions. I wish I could really learn. But you can't. You can't. Why? you got life. you got babies. you got critters. you got all kinds of stuff in your life that you got to deal with, responsibilities. Uh, this is the primo time of life to encourage your young child, your young child, your teenage kid, before he goes off into college, to put God first in his life. Uh, so we have this program. It's called uh, Transition One, T1 for short. Uh, based right out of our, our church here in Green Bay, where we meet with these kids for, uh, it's basically a, a classroom setting for six months, right? Is it six months? I six months in six the classroom. Mm-hmm. Where we teach them about life. Uh, we teach them about the Bible and stuff like that. It's not really a Bible uh, you know, school or anything. It's not, we're not trying to prepare them to like be a pastor or anything, but how to do life and how to make decisions, how to lead, how to handle finances, um, you know, uh, I meet with them about, you know, how to decide about relationships and picking a, a spouse 
for Life. Lady Diane actually meets with them as well, I right? Do. What do you teach? I teach uh, how to work, like work ethic, how to be successful in the workplace. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you talk about me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> how to survive a boss <laughs> when it really sucks in life. That's what I teach. <laughs> How Mark Gunger is a perfect example of of the work ethic. Uh, So uh, we meet with them. We've got various guys that come in and meet with them, and we just show them how to do life. And then at the the last three months, they go overseas. We've got a bunch right now in Africa, some go uh, in in South America. Mm -hmm. People that we know, it's very safe. It's not dangerous. Uh, We know these people. It's a great – check it out. Go to transition1.org. Check it out right away. Send your kids next year. There's a party going on there's right here at the Mark Gunger Show. Talk about life, love, and marriage. Mark Gunger, Diane Briarly, Phil Gunger, and the very lovely Ms. Dubois joining us today. What have you got there? Okay, wife writing. She says, my husband ignores or keeps away from me two-ish weeks out of the month before my period. He says, the only time I'm normal before? is the week that I have finished my period. Wait, what? So the two weeks leading up to it, and then apparently the week of it. <laughs> so so there's one what? week out of the month that she's approachable, apparently. Really? Well. Okay. With that said, he has rules for sex. No sex during ovulation week and no sex during the crazy weeks. So one So one I'm basically week. having sex one to two times per month, she says. Wow. I have demanded he be more attentive and not push me away. I think demanding that someone's attentive to you might not work. You must have sex with me. Yes. He, he says I'm hormonal and won't talk to me. I've made it a point to argue these points during my normal week, and I just get eye rolls. I'm exhausted. I'm tired of feeling rejected, dejected, and disrespected, she says. This week, I kicked him out of our room and put him Good. in the guest room for the second time. He's Good. There. She says he's there most of the time anyway. Ah, slacker. Uh, you talk about men's egos being crushed. Well, so is mine. I got so tired of stroking his ego with no reciprocation. I don't really need crazy amounts of sex. I do need touch and acknowledgement. Is this too much to ask? She says her details. We are both Puerto Rican. Uh-oh. <laughs> we are not religious. We are both only children. And they've been together for 24 years, married 10 of those 24 years. Oh, and she man. says, I'm not fat, so it can't be that. <laughs> Boricua, I'm sure you're gorgeous, my dear. Uh, yeah, look, in all honesty, we're, now we're gonna have some fun with this. But let me just be serious for <laughs> <laughs> two things. One is you might need to go get counseling, okay? Because this can be very serious. Yes. Okay. Where this could really wreck a marriage. We can really talk to someone because we can only go off of what you say. We don't know what's going on. So I would highly suggest that you drag his little butt and go talk to a counselor and, and say, here's a problem, see what's going on. Uh, the other possibility is that, in fact, you may be hormonal. I don't know. Well, she did say that in the past, she has had some hormonal issues with infertility and different things. So yeah. that kind of has been confirmed by a doctor. Well, we, uh, the doctor should be able to help you. And if he doesn't, and now here's the catch with, with, with hormones, is uh, uh, most medical doctors really are not trained and how to deal with them. They're not. 
because it's not considered medically necessary. Even most insurance programs won't pay for hormonal treatments because they don't consider it medically necessary. In other words, you're not going to get sick and die if your hormones are all jacked up. You will, however, be profoundly miserable, and they don't care about that because their whole point is to save you from premature death or whatever. So you're kind of on your own on that. Uh, if you're going to go check out for a medical doctor, you want to Google online and find someone that deals with hormone therapy. There are specialists who do that. Or many, 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 many uh, chiropractors uh, deal with hormone and successfully. Here's the thing about it. You can really balance it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, this is very new uh, in our world. All the years I've been doing this, last 15 years, whenever we talk about sex, it's always about emotional connection and communication and all this other relational stuff. Uh, where we have really failed, and I say we, I mean me, is really fail to look at the physical side of it. There is just a physical side to sex. Sex is a very physical thing. And if your hormones are jacked up, you're going to have a hard time functioning. And it's not just the female. Men also have hormone challenges. Uh, if their testosterone levels start dropping dramatically, they start having very little interest in sex. They start getting really grumpy. I was talking to a doctor recently. He said, man, he says, I can look at guys in their 60s. If they're warm, happy, warm grandpa kind of guys, mm-hmm. he says, I guarantee you they get good hormones, good testosterone mm-hmm. levels. He says, if they're the grumpy old bear guys, I guarantee you, he says, when we test them, their testosterone is way down to nothing. Uh, it affects the way that you act. So um, the good news is it can be fixed. Now, because we're making a, a real effort about this, uh, our organization now on our website, markunger.com, is now making available hormone kits where you can actually uh, purchase them from us online and uh, you can take the test at home and they will send the results to you. Uh, so in this case, you don't even have to go to a doctor's office. And, and they will measure exactly uh, where your hormones are at. And, and if they're in a bad place, um, then you can either take it to uh, your medical doctor. But again, I would look for someone who deals specifically in hormone therapy or your chiropractor. Or you can contact the doctors that we've worked out with. Uh, they'll give you a phone number and you can just call them and do a consult over the phone. There again. See, guys don't like going to the doctor's office mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And just talk it through. It's not like this is a mystery and it can't be true. We're not talking brain cancer here. We're not talking breast cancer. We're not talking some, you know, uh, serious thing like uh, diabetes or something wrong with your process. We're talking it's fixable. Mm-hmm. It's, but you don't know if you don't know. And most people are sitting around guessing. And our, our phrase is don't guess, test. So uh, go to markgunger.com. It's something we'll be pr- promoting more and more and... Start starting to talk about in our seminars. Uh, the thing with the tests is they're not cheap, okay? Uh, on average, a minimum, a test like this costs $500, mm-hmm. and it'll run as high as $900 plus, mm-hmm. uh, where it's just, it is what it is. These people, want, everybody wants to make money and stuff like that. We have negotiated uh, with uh, a company to do these. We got it down to $400. So it's still not a small deal, but $400 to check and see, hey, you know, because, because you'll be miserable. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's certainly worth $400 to see what is wrong with me. Yeah. Why am I so jacked up? Why are we having such a difficult time? Some women, they're never interested in sex. Some guys are never interested in sex. Uh, low testosterone with men today is a major problem for a variety of reasons. Uh, why don't you just get tested and see where you're at? And then you can deal with it. Again, you can just, uh, when we get, get the results, we'll, the, our, our company will send you a, a number. You can call and do a phone consult. Uh, if you got, again, if you want to do it, uh, somewhere locally with someone that you're more uh, familiar with, that's fine. But get 
tested. Here's a way for you to actually save money getting tested in the first place. And then in the comfort of your own home, just look. You basically pee on stuff. <laughs> not on random stuff in the house. but It's part of the test. You start peeing I everywhere. technically pee you do. Like just your, pee on your couch and you see how that works. Yet? What's that? Just pee on stuff and see if you yeah. feel better yet? Yeah. No. So I, you, you, gotta, you do a urinalysis. It's a urinalysis, yes. Thank you. That's, that's, I you guess don't that's, pee on that's stuff. a professional. You one. pee on stuff. You I don't, don't, don't care what you call it. You're peeing on you're stuff. You're peeing on something. All right. So uh, and that's it. And you send it in, and you get the results. Say, well, what if I order from you guys, and and you know my dog eats it, or you know, or I made a mistake, or stuff like that. Am I out four hundred dollars? No. You just contact us. We'll send you another one. So uh, you just pay for the shipping on that, which wasn't very much at all. So it's not like, you know what I'm saying, you want to get this and all of a sudden, oh, we did something wrong and I'm out all that money. No, you're not. We will protect you from that. So uh, it's, uh, once you get it right, then you send it in. And uh, I'm not sure how long it takes. It take all that long. But you'll get back the result. And then you know and you can see. And uh, because if, you're horm- if a woman's hormones, and they're much more complicated, get all jacked up, you'll be a miserable soul. Mm-hmm. You just will. In fact, I'm getting to the point, I've been talking to some pastors about this, I'm getting to the point where people that come in counseling and you can't really put a finger on it, they say, get them tested. Here, go pee on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't actually say it that way. But, you know, do, <laughs> really? do your analysis because yeah. they, you're going to be- cha- They get a cup. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be chasing your tail, yeah. trying to make everybody, because we always think, well, it's an emotional problem, it's a relational problem. Sometimes it is, but a lot of times it's just a physical problem, and we need to get that taken care of. So I'm actually starting to encourage people in their counseling, man, just get them tested almost right off the bat. Yeah, I'll meet with you. First thing you have to do is you have to do a $400 test, which is cheaper than you know anywhere else you can go for it. Uh, but you need to take this test, and we need to see, make sure that your hormones are right because it really messes with you emotionally and physically, and it will jack up your sex life. So. Anyway, go check all of that at markunger.com. Get tested, my dear. You and your husband, you can see exactly what's going on. And then you're, you need to go get some help. And I agree with you. I wouldn't put up with it. I like it. You're a tough Puerto Rican chick, and you kicked him up out of the bedroom. Uh, and you need to lay down the line. Hey, you need to treat me like your wife. I'm all for that. I, like, I love tough, tough, tough chicks. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more right after this. Mark Gunger. Yeah, we've got an app for that. Download your free Mark Gunger app today. The music of Jimmy Bratcher. Check it out at jimmybratcher.com. What do you got there? Okay, a parenting question. Mm -hmm. She says, I'm a 31-year-old mother. I have a 15-year-old daughter. My firstborn is not my current husband's daughter. Her biological father is not in her life. She is aware of who he is. We seem to have a pretty normal lifestyle, functional dysfunctional, sorry, but functional at the same time. My concern as a mother is that I was 15 years old when I had my daughter, and now my daughter likes this boy who is 16. He does believe in God, yet he is not active in any church. My daughter has had multiple lessons on purity with her youth group at church, and she's had a purity ceremony not long ago. My husband and I have spoken to the young man's parents, and the young man seems to understand what boundaries and expectations we have on their friendship. 15. Okay. 
On the other hand, my daughter seems not to want to understand these uh, boundaries and expectations, and she disobeys me when I tell her she can't be on the phone late at night. She erases her text messages. She even lied to me one day that she was dismissed from school early, decided to go to the park and hang out with him the remainder of the day. I caught her kissing with this young man. I am just going crazy at this point. Please give me your advice. Uh, you may not like my advice. A lot of people don't like my advice in this area. I think for you to allow your daughter to be in a consistent romantic relationship with a boy at 15 is stupid. And that's on you. I think you're a moron for allowing that. I would never allow that. What do you think happens when one kid is with another kid constantly for a year or two at a time? What do you think happens? I mean, it's like these people. <sighs> young lady. I would agree. My first boyfriend was 17. <laughs> And that was too young. Yeah. But But, but you're a married woman, okay? Mm -hmm. Would you allow yourself to be alone in a room with another man who's not your husband for long periods of time? Why not? Why not? You don't put yourself in that position. Why not? See, you're an adult and you know better than this. Would you? Just some guy you don't know? No. Or you do know just by yourself, hour and hour? No. And even if I asked this mother, I would ask her, would would you allow yourself to be in a room? And she, oh, no, of course I wouldn't. Why not? Well, something inappropriate. And you're talking a grown woman who knows who she is. She knows her values and stuff. She wouldn't even do it. But these mm-hmm. stupid parents put their kids in that very situation, and they're shocked later. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what happened. This one lady. Oh, my, my son had sex. I was, so, I was so upset. I didn't know. Really, what happened? Well, you know, they'd sit downstairs for hours at a time, you know, watching movies what do you all think by themselves. And, you know, we'd always knock before we entered. Nuh-uh. Knock before <laughs> you enter? What moron does that? Knock! I ain't knocking! First of all, we never allowed our kids to be alone by themselves. Mm-hmm. Someone of the opposite sex. So I don't know what you're thinking. You know, there is... It's like... How can I have my kid uh, drink, you know, a quart of, of whiskey every day and not get drunk? Pastor, she's getting drunk. And how, how can we make it so not she's not... Die. Get, and not die, really. Mm-hmm. But, but, but a quart? A quart. <laughs> How do we do it so that she doesn't get drunk? Because she's getting drunk and you know she drinks a lot of whiskey and, and you know I say, listen, you gotta be careful about you know how much whiskey you drink. It's a Well you say, well quit giving her whiskey for heaven's sakes. Mm-hmm. But it's like they have no connection. I my kid drinks whiskey and they're drunk, but they don't get the whiskey, they're upset because they're drunk. Mm-hmm. Well, do the math for heaven's sakes. My 15-year-old daughter, she I promise you, dear, you keep letting her spend time with that boy, she's gonna be screwing the boy. I guarantee you, I guarantee you. I don't care if he believes in God or believes in dancing monkeys on the far side of the moon. What's that got to do with anything? You could take the most devout kids in the world who love Jesus more than anything, put them all by themselves, hour after hour, unsupervised, they're gonna get naked. Think it through, honestly. All right, take a break. Take my medication. We'll be back right after this. Caution. The Mark Unger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. The Son of God came walking one night Out on the water, what a frightening sight Folks in the boat thought he was a ghost When Peter said to Jesus and I get out the boat. We're back on the Mark Unger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Just got an email from a parent who's trying to figure out how to make things work out with her 15-year-old daughter spending all this time with this boy. We meet with the boy and tell him what we expect with him. and everything. Good night. I, I, honestly, I don't think people think. Well, okay. Here's what you do. I'll, I'll let you jump in just a second. 
Your kids should be involved. She should be so involved she doesn't have time for dating. Mm-hmm. Get her involved in music. Get her involved in dance. Get her involved in sports. karate, sports, mm-hmm. something. Good night. Our kids, we try to keep them as active as we could. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, their hormones are raging. You spend, you can't do anything about it. If they fall in love, what are they going to do about it? They can't get married. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they could if you're a sign-off on your 15-year-old getting married. And she should know better. What were you doing when you were 15? That's why she's Obviously, so concerned. you were banging bottoms with some other guy and had a baby out of... Uh, for heaven's sake. That's why she's so concerned. But, but I don't understand. But her daughter is the sneaky one. That's why. Okay, so here's my question. So she forbids this and takes your advice. No, you can't see him. Clearly, her daughter is sneaking out after school. She's sneaking phones and everything else to try to be in contact with him. She's sneaky. So that's what she's going to want to know. Okay, so I tell her she can't date him. She can't see him. She can't talk to him. What does what she know? And the girl is just sneaky and going around and end-running all of that. Very, very sneaky. But it just, just depends. I mean, I don't. I can't live her life. If it was really problematic, I said her a diff- different school. Uh, if it, these parents are like, well, she does all these things with her phone. Like, what? You turn off the phone. Yeah. You take away. She, she didn't have the money it. for the phone. Yeah. Get her a flip phone that doesn't text. Can yeah. you even do that anymore? I think that you still can get those little burners that are just call only just with call a few them. minutes. Get rid of that. That's what I would do. That's what you do. Just yeah, as an emergency, well, this is all can't you need. Stuff that, well, she does them. She does this inappropriate. And my my teenage, my thirteen year old boy is on a f- computer all day long in his office, in his room, masturbating, looking at porn. What should I? Well, take the computer away from them. What is it with these parents? And I get you know what I usually it's parents who grew up grew up so protected they're dumb as a brick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Usually the parents who were really rotten little kids are the smart ones. Mm-hmm. What her story is, she was obviously, you know, well, being immoral, careful. having sex. You know what I'm saying? You want know to talk about? I was that way. Yeah. I know what I was doing yeah. at 15 and 16. Yeah. That's why I watched my kids like a hawk. Because yeah. I was a hellion. Yeah. You would think someone who raised up like a hellion would have a clue. Yeah. Say, no, 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 we're not going to do that. No, no, you're, I wouldn't stop doing this. No, you're not dating anybody. There is no yeah. dating. You're 14. Yeah. You're 15. You're not dating. Yeah. It should never have been allowed to start. Start in the first place. Yeah. Now, at this point, you might have to do some real drastic things or let her just keep dating the boy and let her have a baby and you can have a granddaughter at, uh, you know, 32. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen. She knows what's going to happen. Yeah. It happens all the time. These parents, man, even pastors, dumb as a brick. I was at this one conference once, this pastor, talking about his family and stuff and he showed me a picture of his daughter, teenage daughter, and I mean, she's like, 50 or whatever. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I mean, like, <coughs> holy cow. I'm talking head to toe, the bod, the whole deal. She's the full enchilada here. And I said, wow. I said, well, I'm glad you, you brought her to the conference. No, no, we we're going to, but she decided to stay home with her boyfriend and, and they're doing, no. they're doing uh, uh, homework. No. No. I said, they're doing homework. Yeah, yeah. Every Saturday, they go in, you know, for hours. They're in there, and they shut the door, and they do. No. And and I looked at him. No. And I could because he was one of the pastors. I just smiled, but inside, I'm thinking, man, are you an idiot? What do you think they're doing for hours on end with the doors, just the two of knowing the parents won't ever come in without knocking first? No. These parents are just dumb as a brick. So the daughter, you know, they wind up getting pregnant. It is. It is what it is. It won't be the end of the world. You'll survive it. But you want your kids to do stuff right, you got to act like a parent. The problem with a lot of parents, they don't want a parent. Mm-hmm. They don't want a parent. You know what parenting is? It's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. And here's the thing. Yes. They suck the life out of you from the time they come out of the womb. And, it's like, ah, ah, ah. and they finally get to the place 
where they can change their own clothes, they can not poop their pants, they can a certainty, they can, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the temptation, and it's huge, you'll feel it, is you just kind of, you say, oh, you stop breathing, you take your hands off. You go, oh, thank God. But they quit parenting too soon. Mm-hmm. Suck it up, buttercup. You got to finish out the job. Stay very vigilant. Just because they don't poop their pants anymore and they can dress themselves and da 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 da, you don't just all of a sudden just let them go do whatever they want to do and you know give them their own phones and let them have their own independent lives and their own cars and you never check on them. These people, well, I trust my kid. Well, you're an idiot. Honestly, I told you would like my advice. That was my advice. She might not like it. Maybe. <laughs> well, a lot of parents won't like it. No, I know. They, they're like, oh, I trust my kid. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, your kid gets gonorrhea, then, then you know. <laughs> hey, this happens all the time. I know. You know, anyone that uses what parents are doing today? Christian parents. They want to get their daughters vaccinated with the, what do you call HPV. that? HPV. Mm-hmm. HPV. Why? Well, what if she gets this horrible disease? Well, so I don't know. How about you teach her not to let men stick their willies in her, for heaven's sakes? Well, oh, it's better to get them. Because at some level, they know. They're no. When you actually think seriously, I need to get my 13-year-old get this, even though I'm trying to teach her Christian values, what, what all you're admitting is that you, you're clueless and that you're not going to watch your kid and they're going to do whatever and you just don't want them to get a bad disease from it. Honestly. Mm-hmm. You're teaching your child. You're expecting them to do it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think? I mean, it's just bad. So anyway, well, it's like I don't want you to have sex, but here, let me put you on birth control pills just in case. What's that about? Right. I mean, to me, that's the same thing. That's dumb. You know, the number one reason you don't have sex with a girl is if I get her pregnant. Yeah. Well, you take that off the table. Yeah. Well, then the next thing is this STD business, you know, or the cervical cancer from the HPV. Well, I got I got vaccinated for that. Yeah. You know, honestly, it's just I don't know. Uh, some parents, they, they don't think. They don't think. I don't get it. Especially this lady who knows what happens yeah. when you get really close to a boy. You get naked with him. Yeah. And, and, she had and she's afraid child. of it. But she yeah, had her first baby when she was 15. Yeah. She doesn't want to repeat it, but she's letting her kid already seriously dating a boy and talking to the boy about, there's no way I'd be talking to some 16-year-old guy about dating my daughter, having a serious conversation about anything because she ain't going to be dating him. There'd we be no boundaries or expectations conversation. It'd be like, no, you're not dating my daughter. Sorry, yeah, go, go away. away. Go away. Go away. Go away, little boy. <laughs> go away. Let me show you my gun collection. Get out of here. <laughs> Honestly. <sighs> All right, let's take a break. <laughs> we'll be back with more emails after this. Want more of Mark? Visit markgunger.com. There you will find everything that Mark has to offer. I love marriage and relationships on the Mark Gunger Show. What do you got? Okay, another sexless marriage question. She okay. says, my husband and I have been married for just two and a half months. Oh, my. But he does not want to have sex. When I asked what the issue is, he says he doesn't know. We had sex while dating, but then abstained in the last year before we got married. They dated for three years. Um, after abstaining, he shocked me to say he just doesn't feel like having sex now. We've talked to our mentors, apparently our marriage mentors, but there's, they say our just take time to adjust to married life, but it's getting worse. It moved from once a week to now once every three weeks. 
Um, she said he did mention once that before sex used to be exciting because it was wrong. So yes. now he is trying to change his mindset. But I really do not know how I can help or how I should behave. Um, I asked about porn and masturbation. She, she said he did do some of that when they were abstaining, but he refuses to disclose to what extent or you know what's going on now. 27, she's 27, he's 31. 31 years old, he's not interested in sex. There's a lot of people like this. I've talked with my church. It's amazing how often you hear this story. And that young? At, at all ages. What it is, is as long as sex is wrong, they really like it. Mm -hmm. You're talking to someone really jacked up in their head. As soon as they put the ring on, I know a guy who recently got married, they were having sex almost every day. They know they shouldn't. They know they shouldn't. The day they put the ring on her finger, she wouldn't have sex with him anymore. Had no interest. I mean, that is so jacked up, man. That is, bless you. That is, I mean, that's just very, very odd. <clears throat> See, that's what happens, people, when you're, you're doing all this weird stuff ahead of time, and so he's acting immoral with her, and oh, let's stop. So now his answer to immoral behavior with her is for him to look at porn and masturbate. She knows that. That's what he's doing mm -hmm. during that year. What do you think happens? These guys get a... a these guys like this behavior. And guys who are really into porn and masturbation, they get to the point they're not interested in their actual wives. This happens all the time. That's why I tell single girls, man, you need to find out if the guy you're dating is into porn. You know, at some point, you just got to flat out look him in the eye and ask him and, uh, and make sure it's true. Well, in like this case, he was probably thinking, well, doing that is better than fornicating with her. So that seemed like a viable alternative. Yeah. And her friends are giving him bad advice. That's not their problem. They don't need to adjust to marriage. It's absurd. Mm -hmm. Their problem is he's still into porn, undoubtedly. You know? And there's something wrong with him. There's something wrong in his head. These are, this is a guy who, if he had to go commit adultery with somebody, probably get really all excited about it. Well, and go he's probably in danger of doing that because it would seem very exciting to him. I, th I think it's sad. Yeah. I, think it's, I, think, I think you're in a bad, 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 bad place. So what do you recommend? They have to go to counseling? What? What would you recommend? I don't know. There's some things that are just so bizarre, I can't even get my head around them. If I were her, I, look, I can only tell you what I would do, all right? Mm -hmm. I'd move out. I'd move out. People, argue, I'm not going to argue with you. I'll just tell you, I would move out. There's no way I'm staying in a sexless marriage. I'm not going to be in a marriage where a wife will, once a month or whatever, be interested in sex and push me away the rest of the time. No, we're not going to play this game. You don't want to be a wife to me? I'm out of here. Well, I don't believe in divorce. I didn't say you divorce. I just said move out, you know, at some point. They need to have a reality check. I think it's confrontation. Again, I want to write this book about the power of confrontation. The Bible teaches confrontation. Jesus told us somebody acts badly, one, two, three strikes, he's out. Paul said you don't have anything to do with him. The Bible is very clear about confrontation, bad behavior, confrontation. Where the church fails is when it gets to marriages, they no longer take the advice of the Bible. They think the truth of the Bible is good, but it doesn't apply to marriage, which is absurd. The same rules towards bad behavior and inappropriate behavior and all the other stuff. If your pastor was acting in a bad way, I bet you your board would put him on his butt real quick, kick him out if they had to. Why? Because, well, oh, the Bible says you got to confront behavior. Yeah. But how come when a wife or a husband does it, the church says, well, just everybody be patient and pray? A bunch of nonsense. You confront it. Confront it like in any other situation. I would, if I were you, I would tell him I'm moving out. And when he gets all upset, well, I would say, well, because you don't want to be husband to me. Well, you know, just call him on it. And if he's having problems and he's looking and asking, you still looking at porn? You should be wanting to make love to me. Why aren't you? Well, I don't find it interesting anymore. Well, there's something wrong with you. All right? I mean, I would just confront it. There's no way I would tolerate it. Two months into this, mm -hmm. <clears throat> man, I'd 
go to your judge, see if I even qualify an annulment at some point. This soon into it, and you know this guy doesn't want to be a husband to you, and he's doing all this. Oh, man. Do you know what the technical breakdown is? It's like you've never had sex. Is that what it qualifies? It's you actually know? pretty hard. It depends on the state. Bottom line yeah. is someone gets married, and they're not mentally, you find out they weren't mentally all together. That right. would be the argument I would make with her. Oh, but that yeah. has to be proven medically by doctors. Well, I don't signs know. Off. I would, I'd still make the argument. I'd still make the argument. I'd, I'd make his life miserable. There's yeah. no way. I'm telling. You, I would go down swinging as hard as I could to force a resolution. You can listen to your goofy friends. I'm sure they're sweet friends. But say, oh, you just need to adapt more. What a bunch of nonsense. Get adjusted well, just, to marriage. You know, and these pastors, I, I've heard them. You know, guy, f- ten years with no sex from his wife. Well, you just need to pray and trust God. Oh man. We just got to hang in there. No, you don't. If you had a pastor who was acting inappropriate, not doing his job, you'd throw him out of the church. Well, a husband's supposed to, wife's supposed to submit to her husband. The Bible says the church is supposed to submit to their pastor. You don't have a problem dealing with them. Well, because you have to. Uh, see, they all understand confronting bad stuff outside the home. What the church cannot, for the love of heaven, get through their thick skulls is the same rules for bad behavior that Jesus talked about. You saw in people, in, you see in individuals, the church sees in the pastor, those same rules apply in the home. It's called confrontation. You call them out. That's what you need to do. All right, take a break. We'll be back with our final segment right after this. Attend Mark's Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage event. Visit LaughYourWay.com for upcoming dates and locations. I require no invitation for quiet walks and rendezvous. We're back on the Mark Unger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Me going psycho on some lady. Phil disagrees with me, so let's hear what Phil has to say. <laughs> disagree with you. I just think you get, well, as we all know, you get so angry that you skip all the steps and you just jump to the end because you're convinced. Go straight to the nuclear option yeah. all the time. No, I think, yes, you would go to counseling. Find out if indeed he doesn't want to work on it. He might have no idea why. He might literally have no idea why he doesn't feel that way. It could be porn. It mm-hmm. could be... He was so tense before, and it was so exciting before that he leaves. That could mess with his hormones. It could be a hormone thing. Mm-hmm. Just see if he's willing to work on it before you just, you just jump to a <laughs> Jump Jeez, to it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> until you start there, but then in your head you keep going on until you're like, just leave him! <laughs> Annulment. Jump to the extreme. Drag him through the mud. Two months into marriage, as soon as you get married to someone, you find out like they've defrauded you. That's an annulment, in my opinion. So that's me. I know what everybody says. Defraud, but yeah, but people aren't going to understand you. What if nobody you, understands me? What if you go into the marriage and you think? I thought my wife was going to have sex with me every single day. Well, that's She's not what you're saying. She defrauded me. That's not why. No, no, no. That's not what we're saying. He d- was, wanted to make love. And what did she say? After as soon as they got married, he wasn't interested anymore. Well, he said that, but they were having it once or twice a week, and now it's down to once every three weeks. So he's still doing it. <clears throat> well, he can just, do it. That's why she needs to confront him. Yeah. When I say leave, I'm literally talking. You go out of the house for 48 hours. But you started there. And you <clears throat> ended with explaining why she should get an annulment. No. That's what I was like, whoa, hold on. Well, I, man, I'm telling you, 
I don't think I don't think you probably qualify for it. Here's my problem: there are so many people. You find out that from the get go, something was seriously wrong in the relationship, and now they wind up five, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve, fifteen, twenty years in hell marriage, and they end up in divorce anyway. Some of these situations, when you find someone that, you know, there are fundamental reasons for annulments. One is a marriage is never consummated. The second is some kind of defraud. The guy's already married or there's something mentally wrong with him. My argument is that at some level, someone has been defrauded, like the lady. And the reason I get angry is I think about all these people in my mind. She gets married. She tells me by her. She admits, yeah, the minute we got married, I didn't want to have sex with them anymore. I don't know why. Well, there's something wrong with her. That You go, you get an annulment. You don't try and fix something like that. It's absurd. Okay. I, I agree with that. I just think you have to go to counseling or some kind of... Con- I agree in the confrontation that he needs to say it. If he just says that, like, you know what? I'm not going to go to talk to anyone, and this is just how I feel and deal with it. I bet that's what he'll say. That's well, what yeah. I'm I'm sure. I agree. Well, then you have to deal with that. But here's the other thing. Even in this case... You're discounting the fact that there's an actual relationship here, you know. So to say, oh, just go and get annulled, or there's there's other emotional entanglements well, and everything. So ha- how do you, you know what I mean? Just like just sever that and say, I'm done. It's that's that would be a very difficult thing to do. They all have emotional connections. <laughs> I had a lady in my office soon after I got married. From the get go, he never one time ever had sex with her. But because of her emotional connections, I've talked to people like yeah. this more than one, but yeah. several. Yeah. Okay, because of emotional connections. That's what makes it not so black and white. And 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 then they want to, you know, okay, our emotional connections. I said I loved her. Out. I think they're crazy. Because yeah. at some point, here's what ticks me off. At some point, everybody goes along with this nonsense. At some point, I look down the road. Mm-hmm. At some point, they all end up in divorce anyway. Mm-hmm. Why? Because nobody is fun- designed to function that way. They have no sex. As an adult man, is it because your wife just on your wedding decided she didn't want to have sex? Mm-hmm. Your wife not now. These are the women who end up having sex with some other other guy committing girls because somebody starts paying attention and touches her and is nice to her. Her husband never touches her. Well, in the beginning, everybody's well, all these emotional connections and stuff like that. I don't know. I just I just I get ticked. I just I just I've seen so many people, so many people personally that I know that have been in situations like this. So those situations and, and there's that- not and there's not a one. I will say this. I could be wrong. I've been wrong once before in my life. <clears throat> and obviously, I know nobody likes this. I get it. Even you guys around the table don't like it. I just know what happens. It never gets fixed. It doesn't get fixed. I haven't seen it yet. Now, maybe something, no, no, that's, we had that problem. We went to well, counselor. Well, we've gotten a couple and, of emails that people have said that, that they've, you know, worked through it or whatever, and that it did turn out good in the end. You did? Yeah, we have gotten those because they I are debunking. We're clearly well, just the optimists on this side. Now, I agree with you. If... It gets to that point, and he's just, he's not going to do anything. He's just going to refuse to sleep with her. Okay, that's a serious problem there. Well, that's what I'm hearing. <clears throat> if that's not, then, then fine. Well, she's just saying it's, yeah, it's starting to turn her, that way. Her friends tell her, well, you guys just need to uh, adapt to married life. That's, really? That's crazy. I don't you know what's adapting to married right. life? You get married, and you can't keep your hands off each other for about three years. That's adapting yeah. to married life. When you're from the get-go, don't even want to be together. One of them doesn't want to touch the other one, and... That's really jacked up. Okay, go to counseling. <laughs> Look, it's not my life. <laughs> so, like, these situations that you know, because you know several of them, uh-huh. do you think that had someone said to all of these people in the beginning, no, 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 don't do this. This is an annulment. Do over. Do you think they would have taken that option had that been presented to I them? Think that was the, I, I write about it in my book, Being Found. I tell these young people, 
if uh, anybody who gets married, you find out that on your wedding night, your spouse does not want to be sexual with you on your honeymoon. They don't want it to... You get an annulment. You go to your pastor. You yeah, get but an these annulment. ones you know, could they have done that? I don't if know. That would well, have one been... of them wouldn't. And, and to this day, she's never had sex. I've been married yeah. to him for ten years, fifteen years. If that's what you want, look, it's a free, free country. But I can't fix it. There's no fixing it. No. My point is, there's no fixing it. When you start from that premise, it's so jacked up. You try to get an annulment and just do a doodle. And if you got someone who's never had sex with you, that's an abs- absolutely. Uh, now Legally. the person can fix it The guy or the girl that's not doing it They can fix it So it's like if they're willing to If they would agree You know what Yeah what I'm doing is not right What do I need to do to fix it Then I would say yeah Then work on it If, they, if they choose to not But they can't I'm just uh, I know I'm the pessimist here They don't fix it They don't fix it They can't fix it They're so jacked up Something really When you are married Young like this In this case and you just have no interest physically. There's, how are you gonna? What are you gonna do to fix it? Sprinkle pixie dust on their head? No, ha- you don't do anything to fix it. That person ha- can make the decision to fix it. And yes, I absolutely believe that if someone chooses to change what they're doing and start doing the right things, it will fix them. Yeah, I don't know. All right, see ya. Bye, bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle.